Today is January 2nd. It's our first episode of 2019. Welcome to Just Talking. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. We got to recap Christmas. We got to recap New Year's. We got some viral stories and some fun stories. Happy headlines, indulgences, and the works. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. Boom, boom, boom. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. It's been a little bit because it's been the holidays. We have excuses this time. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna keep keep going. <laughs> I don't want to keep promising once a week, but I want, I want, I want to. But to, it's annoying at this point. For well, yeah, listeners. it's like we just keep saying we're gonna keep up with it, and then we have consistently skipped a week. This time it since was, we started it was New Year's and Christmas, though. Yeah. I'm excited to get back into a rhythm. Today's actually my first day where I'm sitting at my desk and like have work to do, and I'm so excited about it, which is way different than when I was editing weddings. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's good. I'm really glad you went with this change. What? So I'm really glad that you 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 uh, had a change of career. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, this one's more fun. Yeah, you're very passionate about it. You like it, which is what what people need in their lives, especially if you're going to be doing it for twelve hours a day. Yeah. Also so I'm pat- glad you're happy doing what you're doing for 12 <laughs> hours a day. Sometimes more. Sometimes more, which is really annoying, but I'm happy for you. We're in a new spot, which you guys don't know. We're in my office today because <clears throat> usually we do it by the kitchen, but you sit right by the fridge and it's so noisy. Yeah. And let me describe to you what his office looks like so that you know where we are. We have shiplap. What, actually, no, it's not shiplap. It's, it's what would you call it? Vertical panels of wood that are painted white the ceiling is uh the is not painted white but it's all wood we've got a ceiling fan uh we've got a dresser some books on top of the dresser there's a floor lamp right in front of me uh jimmy's desk which has two monitors and a laptop on it uh jimmy's wearing his talk and yank sweatshirt and sweatpants and a hat a backwards hat of course uh i look hideous please don't put that camera on me at all i'm in my jogging uniform just went for a jog today day three i don't do new year's resolutions but so then i always start whatever habits i want to get into the day before new year's or before new year's eve so i'm on day how rebellious (laughs) i don't do new year's resolutions i do december 31st resolutions and they just happen to carry through the new year (laughs) matter of (laughs) No, I just t- like I refuse to tell myself that this is a new year thing. It's just me choosing to get into a better habit and it so happens to be around the time of the new year. Well, my new year's resolution is only a week long thing, so great. Yeah, that's really good cuz then you can't disappoint yourself unless of course you don't make it through that week. Yeah, which I will, which you wouldn't because you don't like doing cleanses. Yeah, I've altogether given up on cleanses. I refuse to participate. Jimmy said he was doing another cleanse this year, and and usually I'd be like, okay, I'll do it with you. And then this time I just said, hell no, (laughs) not a chance. Because there's no And I said that to myself. Jimmy was not involved in this conversation because he's also given up on me. I would not invite you to do a cleanse (laughs) (laughs) because I know how it goes. You do one meal. You've literally never made it past one meal, I don't think. (laughs) No, because they're disgusting. I mean, yeah, that some. I'm just doing... The last one we did, we like pre-ordered. It was from a, a company and they ship you the smoothies. And yeah, those the didn't taste good. That I, was I'm disgusting. just doing... I'm 
I'm not doing it like a pre-made cleanse. I'm just doing smoothies. his own. Yeah, smoothies and salads, which isn't so only. bad. And two days in the middle are just smoothie. But the first day yesterday <clears throat> was smoothie, smoothie salad, and it doesn't even really matter what the salad is. Like it doesn't want to be disgusting. I'm just I'm just gonna go back to my two meals a day. When I first started at Crab's Claw, I got into like a rhythm of not having enough time to make myself two meals at home and had one meal at work. So I'd have the one meal at work and maybe like a small meal somewhere either before or after. I think I'm going to go back to that. So I had a late breakfast today after my jog. And I'll have one meal after work probably. Nice. And you're going for jogs and doing yoga. So that's good. Yeah. I'm doing a 30 day yoga uh, free yoga series video series. Nice. Should we tell everyone how our Christmas was and New Year's? Yes. Because Christmas is awesome. Christmas is awesome. It was different this year. Um, Why? Because we live here now, so we didn't have to stay. Like we, not that we ha- ever had to. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. This is a weird way of phrasing that. This year, we weren't staying in the same house as everybody because we'd come back to our house, which isn't. I feel like isn't as fun. Like I liked being well, in we the went same over house. Night. It's like house arrest. Like you get. It loop, is you towards get the end. Everyone gets really frustrated with each other which being an outsider is always kind of fun to watch. I don't think anyone got, I didn't get frustrated. I mean, last year and the year before, you definitely had a big argument with your mom at least once. Me? During the trip. And then Luke would always chime in and be you and Luke against your mom. I don't think me and my mom get in big arguments. Not like detrimental to your relationship arguments. I mean, like you guys would find something that you disagreed on and then would argue it until you're blue in the face oh you're talking about remember like, last year with the remote and the tv that one was against your dad i think but then your mom of course was supporting your dad so then the argument went on it turned turned into an was argument with they, your mom they just wouldn't get a new remote no it was something about maybe it wasn't a remote it was about changing changing the input on the tv because luke was using it Oh, yes, yes, For yes. his video games. Luke wow, I yes, surprised Luke, myself with my memory yes, sometimes because yes, yes. I can't even remember what change, I did yesterday. Luke, Luke would change the input to the Xbox and wouldn't change it back, and they were getting very annoyed, and it was like, well, it's just one button. It's like turning the TV on is the power button, hitting the input's another button. My parents are, have always been fickle with remotes and inputs, and since the days of Australia, it was always my job to organize the remotes and the inputs and it was like they just bowed out from learning how to deal with separate inputs in 1999. They were like, nope. So that just all came this. to a, so a precipice. To, so when then everyone needs to cater to them. Like, okay, make sure the input's right. Or <laughs> dad or mom can get mad. Either way. I mean, either end of that argument, both solutions are quite simple. Yeah. Just, change, so. just hit one button. Either way. At the end of the beginning, just hit one button. Yeah. Well, I don't think we got any flights. But it reached a precipice because it was like the end of... Towards the end of the trip, you guys had already been spent had already spent about a week and a half together in the same house during a freezing cold winter where we were kind of cooped up. Like we didn't really get too many opportunities to go outside, and uh, it just reached a boiling point over the input. Yeah, well, <laughs> m- most of the trip's fun. We had little baby Ike. Yeah, he's a ton Ike, of fun. He is the cutest, sweetest baby. He, oh, oh man, I miss him. You miss him already? I miss him already. He started talking by the end of the trip. It's cool they're so so young that 
by the beginning of the trip, he wasn't talking that much. And by the end, he started talking. And yeah. I asked Courtney and Brett, I said, is this just because he's more comfortable with us now? Or, or were you seeing like development? And they're like, no, this is just development. Like he's talking more now. Because he yeah. was yammering away, especially to you. He would he, talk to you a lot. Oh, yeah. That made me feel so special. <laughs> we were sitting across from each other at the dinner table one night. And I would just look at him and I'd go, hey, Ike. And he'd look at me and I'd go, hey, bud. And he would just go, Wah! and just <laughs> open his mouth real wide and make as much noise as he could. And then someone else would be holding him. And I would, like, jerk my head. Like, he was doing this thing where he was jerking back and forth like jumping in someone's arms mm. and so i would do it back to him like do the same motion and then he would do it back to me and, and he would just start laughing uh we had a we had a moment there it was nice well, well i have what, a video of of me talking to ike so maybe we'll share that yeah that is with nice. our pictures what was your favorite present what was your favorite surprise present that i didn't ask for yeah yeah you can't say something you asked for. <laughs> uh from you no from just in general well, the frame pictures was definitely the most thoughtful gift, um, which is silly. I, I opened the box. Jimmy got me a box and put a bunch of frame pictures of my friends and family in it. And the first, I opened it up. And the first one on top was just a solo picture of my dad. And I immediately was just started bawling hysterically. <laughs> I like could not control myself. And we'd already had a moment of emo- of emotion when your dad opened his present, which was a picture. It was his dad who just recently passed yeah. away. Yeah, was it a picture of him? It was an ornament, I think. An ornament. Oh that yeah, Ritzy got him. Ritzy got him an ornament of his father who just passed away, so he'd already kind of teared up, and everyone got emotional. And then, however many gifts later, I opened mine, and it's a picture of my dad. Who has not passed away. Who has not passed away. Who's alive and well. Who's alive and well. I just, (laughs) I miss my family (laughs) and I get very emotional and I think I was really tired so I was just really sensitive. Anyway, so I'm going through the pictures. There's pictures Jimmy printed out, a picture of my dad, um, one of me and my mom from when she visited, my two little cousins, Annabella and Shayla, who I adore and need to FaceTime with soon actually. Um, Evelyn, I know you're going to be listening to this, so give me a FaceTime call whenever you can. Uh, who else? Oh, a picture, a two frame picture of my best friend and I, Anna, at her wedding. And it was just really sweet. So I started crying and then Jimmy started tearing up and then... I didn't start tearing up. My dad started crying. No, you had tears in your eyes. You did. I know you did. You're welling up a little bit. And then your dad, your dad started crying. I don't know. I didn't look up. I didn't, (laughs) I didn't want to. I was covering my face. Pictures of uh, Tyler and Patrick and of Anna, because there was like a silly photo and then Mm -hmm. a real photo. And I was like, which would she want more? The silly one or the real one? And I was like, Oh, I'll just do both. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the timeline. Oh yeah, that's right. And the picture of me with Tyler and Patrick. Yeah. All the people who are really special to me and important to me. I think my jacket's my favorite, which no sentimental, but so far that's the front runner. A your jacket, jacket from that, I was gonna say my jacket from your mom was my like first oh, pick because I've worn it every day since. Yeah, I've worn my jacket every day. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. Your mom is really good at picking clothes. My mom got me an Annalise, which a lot of people were surprised by. Your gifts, Jimmy's gifts, were eclectic, <laughs> ridiculously perfect for him, and no one else would understand why he got <laughs> from his dad. He got. The Disney cups that you, like the free cups you'd get with, um, was it Burger King gifts? Mm-hmm. In 94, 1994. It, yeah. Jimmy. So Jimmy collects those. He's had. A, no, no. I don't he, like collect them. He I collected used, them at one point. A collection means 
No, I never collect them. A collection means you don't intend to use them. Like you just put them on your shelves. No, no, no. I collect. I collect books. Yeah, you put them on your shelves. And I use them. I read them. That doesn't mean I. That's not what that means. I, I drink out of them. You accumulate more than one. That's a collection. Only because. In case one breaks and I need a backup. Oh, God. Anyway, so he's obsessed with these cups. It's the only thing he'll drink out of. So his dad got him a few more. He like, I don't, did he find them? Did he buy them or did he just find them or? I guess he bought them on eBay or somewhere. So you got that. He got whiteboards. He got calendars. And then his mom got him an Annalie, which is this, the type, those figurines. They're not figurines. They're dolls. They're, they're decorations. Like, they're Christmas fabric, decorations. They're fabric dolls. They, they have... I think they make more than Christmas decorations, don't they? Well, anyways, so it was a Christmas decoration that he really likes. Like, he'd pointed out at one point. When My we mom's had them forever. Yeah. And then I got a mechanical keyboard. That was awesome. That's really cool from you. Yes. Well, I got some good stuff. Oh, I yeah. got a foodie, like the cook. The foodie ninja thing. Yeah. Those are all, like, the cool techie gifts that you got. I was talking about the ones that are just silly and perfect for you. Yeah. I guess all your gifts were really perfect for you because they all pertain to your interests and hobbies. I have a lot of interests and hobbies and a lot of different ones than, than like a lot of, I cast a wide net yeah, in multiple you do. directions. You really do. I'm a weirdo. Um, all right. You want to talk about our main topic today? Yeah, let's get into it. Sober Sue. I need a sound effect to transition into the next oh, segment. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. I was reading this really weird before. Okay. We're going to use a bike bell. Get off my oh. ass, O'Brien! I hit the wrong button. <laughs> We're going to use this. New thing. Sober Sue. Okay. So I didn't want to do news stories today. I kind of want to do just interesting things from the past or um, social issues or, you know, whatever. So this is what I found today. Sober Sue. You ever heard of Sober Sue? Nope. In the summer of 1907. So Long time ago. 112 years ago. Woo! A performer named Sober Sue began to appear on stage at Hammerstein's Roof Garden, located above the Victoria Theater in New York City. Sober Sue was billed as the girl who never laughed. Never laughed. The theater offered a prize of $100... To anyone who could make Sober Sue laugh. People from the audience as well as professional comedians all accepted the challenge, but all failed. Sober Sue never so much as cracked a smile, and her routine became extremely popular. You interested? That is bizarre. I mean, yeah, I guess. Various theories were advanced to explain Sober Sue's amazing ability to keep a straight face. Critics theorized that perhaps she was deaf or partially blind. The truth That's what I was going to guess. The truth was only revealed after her run at the roof garden had finished. It was impossible for her to laugh because her facial muscles were paralyzed. Oh my or god. Or at least this is the story that circulated. Um so So it took a really sad turn. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, she made money off. She made money off her. her paralyzed face. Yeah, that, as long as she's the one who's exploiting her disabilities and not someone else. No, so the roof garden guy Willie Hammerstein, he's kind of like a uh, P.T. Barnum. He paid oh. Sober Sue twenty dollars a week, um, but his unwinnable challenge managed to lure top-ranked comedians into performing for free, which is so smart as a businessman. Like, oh, I got this paralyzed face woman in my 
back. She sweeps the floors. No comedians will come to my show because we're not big enough. How do I oh, combine them? That is really smart. Like you get the best comedians to come for free. Wow. What a genius. Yeah. Kind of smart, right? It yeah. sucks for Sober Sue, but that's smart business. Um, what her, if she was just like tortured by it because she really was laughing, but she couldn't let the laugh escape like she wasn't able to and it was just painful for her or you got to think she had a front row seat to the best comedians in the world yeah that's true that's not that bad what if it wasn't her kind of humor yeah it's all it's all i wonder if she had another tick like her legs laughed like you know like (gasps) her toes laughed like they just wiggled uncontrollably oh no that'd be (laughs) be pretty cool and like so one person knows and they're like oh she liked that joke (laughs) how do you how can you tell Oh, look check out her toes. Look at that pinky toe. <laughs> um, but I don't know. That's a pretty interesting story. Here's some other factoids. I had, okay, so my brain went wild with this when you first started. I was like, she's got to be deaf and blind and mute. Mm-hmm. So then that turned into like, wow, you know, I wonder what deaf, blind, and mute people think about. Like, how do they think? What are the images in their heads? And then that took me to like, I bet there's a part of the brain that just knows what you look like and what the world looks like, even if you are blind. Like, it just has some kind of cognitive understanding of what things could look like without being able to process them with your eyes. And I just took like a weird high spiral. No I'm yeah. not even high. I have no idea. What's interesting is that the term sober Sue. Uh, became it became like a euphemism or like a <clears throat> like a term like a party pooper do you think that has some kind of no, backstory a, a tough crowd oh <clears throat> long after she stopped performing sober sue's name continued to be used in show business as a metaphor for a, for a particularly tough audience for instance reviews of comedians often claim that the show was so funny it would even make sober sue laugh Pretty interesting. What a weird, like what a weird. Uh... But then there was there was repeat sober sues from different women. I wonder if they were also paralyzed. Because how many paralyzed face women are there? It is not known if these new women shared her facial paralysis. Hmm, that's like the guards in in London. Like they're never supposed to laugh. What are they smile. called? There's a, they have a name. Queen's Guards? I don't know. So now everyone knows about Sober Sue. Start using it. And people that don't laugh at jokes. Hey, Sober Sue. Hey, Sober Sue over there. Hey, Sober Sue. Ruining the party. That was a really good joke. Did you hear about this uh, viral story? It's from a, a Vice reporter. I think I told you about it. You did. Uba. Pretty crazy. This is... This is he just does so. Okay, so this guy named Uba, he uh, he works for Vice, but before that, he wrote. He got paid thirteen dollars to write fake reviews on TripAdvisor. <clears throat> so he wanted to figure out that system. You can go read this article on Vice or watch the video. Basically, he he made a fake restaurant out of the shed that he lived in. He called the restaurant the Shed. He made it really exclusive. Uh, he, uh, he bought a burner phone to give it a real phone number, and it was reservation only, really exclusive, really hard to get to. It wasn't a real place, obviously. And then he had his friends write reviews, and eventually he became the number one restaurant in all of London. In the video at one point, 
he's like answering phone calls. People that want to get listed. He's like, oh, sorry, we're backed up. We're backed up. And then at one point, he's walking down the street to go home, and he gets stopped by a couple. I'm like, hey, do you know where the shed is? Because they're looking for the restaurant. <laughs> and it's his house, the little, <laughs> little apartment he lives in. <laughs> and then eventually, he had couples come. He had re- people come and eat there, and he served frozen food from the supermarket, like frozen mac and cheese. And uh, they wanted to come back. They're like, oh, can we get another reservation to come back? <laughs> people are stupid. It's crazy. Go watch it. And then he became a fake Giovanni. What's the Giorgio Armani? Giorgio Armani. He became like Giorgio Giovanni or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's not those are they were a real knockoff jean company, but I don't think there's a real guy named Giorgio Giovanni because he's just, they're just trying to play off the name. But he acted like no, I'm Giorgio Giovanni, and he went to all these fashion shows and had business cards and acted really strange and weird. And the more weird he was, the more enticed people were, and he. Got invited to fashion red carpets and all this stuff. He's really, he's like, he's having fun. But I guess the deeper meaning is he's tricking into people into like what's real, I guess. Yeah. Like how people just want to. It's manipulating things. reality. We'll say yeah. that. Yeah. Because then he got so many calls to do interviews. And he got sick of making press appearances and like Skype interviews that he just hired people to fake like they're him. And some didn't even look like him at all. But he never got in trouble. Like, no one questioned it. Yeah, no one questioned it. He had, like, smart... No one questions. So, he had smart Uba, funny Uba, and, like, he would send those out to do different radio appearances and Skype interviews. Wow. Really interesting. I would suggest you go watch the videos and read it. But if not, it's something super viral that now you kind of know happened. I find that very interesting and it very uh, uh, revealing... Of how people, I don't know, people just fall for for anything on the internet. Yeah. They believe anything. He did a Reddit, ask me anything, and they're like, why do you do this stuff? Like, blah, blah, blah. And he just said, I don't know, I've always done weird stuff since I was young. And it reminded me of me, because I always did. Not to that extent, but he's getting paid to do it now. I always did weird things. He's like Banksy, but no. of like social experimentation yeah, but more he's just having fun yeah i was trying to think of something i did i mailed like i used to mail letters to random people i just go to google maps and choose a house in iowa and then just mail them a letter <laughs> what would your letters say i forget there's whatever else hey, i know where you time. live <laughs> and like i was like someone the couple responded and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I want to do that. That sounds fun. Hey, you want to be pen pals? Do what? Pull, a, pull a coach and just send pens to someone. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> cheers. <laughs> All right, you ready to go into your happy headlines? Yes. Are you ready? Wait, wait, wait. Can we, real quick, before we go into happy headlines, can we ask uh, people to take, a, to take a poll on dog names? No, because we don't have any yet. I'm going to... I have... I've already told you how this is working. I'm going to feed you a master list, and then you get to choose from that master list. That doesn't seem fair. Because I want it to be Yankee-themed. Yeah, that doesn't seem fair at all. None of the Yankee players have good enough dog names. I'll give you 50 options. All right, all right, okay. You told... The names you gave me were bad. You gave me one list that was the most hipster, loser... 
trying to be funny list. And then none you, of them were trying to be funny. They were genuinely names that I thought were cute. No, it was like for a, dogs. It was like a hipster name list. And then the no, the, it the, wasn't. One was like okay. The only one that was hipster was Toulouse, and that's because he's one of my favorite artists. Alfred. Alfred's adorable. Oh, that's such a Archie. That is so cute. Mm, don't like any of those. I Coach liked, Norm. I liked Coach and Norm because you and I have been watching Cheers together, so it has some personal attachment to our lives. Little, but it it needs to have personal attachment to our lives. Okay, but how is a, a Yankee name that only has personal attachment to your life? Our life. My life is your life. <laughs> that hardly seems fair. That's like me saying, well, I'm going to pick, I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, know where I was going with that. <laughs> Zimmer. He's named after a Yankee. Yeah, and I love Zimmer. And I love the name Zimmer. But we can't name our dog Zimmer. No. Okay. I like Norman Coach. Do you want to say names? No. I already I'm read them all. I just read them all. Yeah. I don't like. And you just shut them all down. Yeah. You just well, shit all over my I'm parade. Sure, I'm sure that my the name li- parade. I'm sure the list of fifty names that I give you, you'll shit on forty of them. That's just how it goes. Whatever. Whatever. Katie. What about Malone? Hipster. Have Sam Malone. Be headlines. First headline, Katie is very disappointed in boyfriend. Boyfriend's denial of names Doesn't for dogs. Doesn't sound happy. Doesn't sound happy. <laughs> okay. New York City murder rate goes flat over Christmas with none reported in five days. None that they know of. This is happy, but they don't know. They don't know. The best murderers don't get caught. Exactly. And the bodies aren't found until years later. Mm-hmm. California limits pet store sales of cats, dogs, and rabbits to rescue or shelter animals only. Love it. Respect it. Uptick in bad pets being owned. That's mean. (laughs) That's pretty mean. (laughs) mean. (laughs) Suggesting that there's a problem with these pets in the first place. That's why they got abandoned. There's something I say. You're a horrible person. There's something I say about baseball uh, players a lot. If If you get traded by two teams, something's wrong with you. Rescue, that's just rude. That's like if you get dumped by two people or more, there's something wrong with you. make some changes. How many people have you been dumped by? One. Hmm. I've never been dumped. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, anyways. Rescuers pull baby alive from rubble of Russia apartment collapse. His mother also survived. That's nice. Weird that that's like the afterthought. Why would they just pull baby alive from rubble of Russia apartment collapse? His mother also survived. Yeah. Well, if his mother didn't survive, then it's not happy. You need both. I know, but that shouldn't have been an afterthought. They should have said, "Rescuer rescuers pull baby and mother alive from rubble of Russia apartment collapse." Mm-hmm. What about the father? Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> they found him at a brothel <laughs> earlier that morning. He was Anyways. operating the machinery that made the collapse. Jesus. Canadian teen finds a new way to extract diamonds from rocks. Good job, Canadian teen. Good job, Canadian team. Teen. 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 Teenager. That's going to put a lot of Africans out of work. I mean, it's not really good work. It's terrible work. It's basically slave labor. Yeah, it's not. I mean, we, we we can deal with that. Okay. 
Man comes up with ingenious plan to help animals suffering in drought. Teach them how to swim. Swim lessons. Useless in a drought. Jimmy. I was thinking of uh, the opposite. A flood. Of a yeah. flood. <laughs> you don't yeah, know. I was thinking of a flood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good effort. Spain will close every single coal mine by 2019. Whoop, whoop. Good for you, Spain. Good for you, Spain. Thanks to stem cell research, a cure for the most common cause of blindness may be available within the next five years. Too bad for those people who are already afflicted by this cause of blindness. They'll never see the difference. (laughs) Katie, don't laugh at that. (laughs) Wait, but cure means that they can help the people who are already blind from that affliction? I don't know. I, I feel like it's people that go blind. They can cure them. People that are born blind, I don't know if they can cure them. It's headlines but for, only. for the most common cause of blindness, whatever that may, might be. Eyes glued shut. <laughs> okay. Anyways, toddler survives terrifying encounter with rhino after falling into enclosure. Where the hell were its parents? Um, They got the rhino out. Or they got the girl out. <laughs> Help the rhino. Help that rhino. It was in Florida, of course. I'm not surprised. Florida. What the hell is wrong with you? She got injured. Poor thing. The rhino or the baby? The baby. The the girl. The two-year-old girl. She was rushed to local trauma center to deal with her injuries. That doesn't sound good. That does not sound good. This was supposed to be a happy headline. Yeah. uh. Man, tough. Tough. Tough ending to them. That's why we just do headlines only because then you click the story and you find out she got hurt and now you're now it sucks. Well, next up we have indulgence. Before you disperse, I would beg your indulgence for a moment. You've never heard that because you never listened to the show. I do too. <laughs> I watched so many TV shows lately because the Golden Globes came out, and I was like, oh, shit, I need to I need to know what I'm talking about here. I watched the show Kidding with Jim Carrey on Showtime, I think. So dark. Dark humor. So dark. Loved it. Really did enjoy it. It's about, like, a Mr. Rogers who's got his son dies in an accident, so he's losing control of his anger, and he's got rage pent up inside of him, but he's a Mr. Rogers character. Jim Carrey plays him. It's perfect. I watched Escape from Danamora, which I think is my suggestion to everyone. Like, kidding, I think that has a target audience that enjoys dark humor and stuff like that and more mellow, more like life drama, thinking about stuff shows. Escape from Danamora is about a prison escape that happened in 2015, and Ben Stiller produced and directed it. The story is good, but it's made really, really well. And the acting's really done well. I think. Oh, that's the one with, um, what's his name from Little Miss Sunshine, right? Yeah, I don't know that actor's name, but yes, him. And uh, Javier. Can't think of his name either. But I would suggest anyone to watch it. It's uh, seven episodes. It's a mini series, so it's not like now you have to watch all the series afterwards. It's one story, starts and finished. It's pretty close to the truth about a prison escape that a really, really crazy prison escape so i suggest i've been trying to tell my parents to watch it because i think that they'd really like it i think it's really really good i knew the story was interesting but the execution is super good 
But Katie didn't watch it. What have you been watching, Katie? Um, what have I been watching? Benicio del Toro, not Javi or something. That was rude. Uh, what have you been watching? Didn't I start a new show? I don't know. It's tough to say. Been watching Cheers. Cheers. Watch. I tune into Black Sails every once in a while. You've been watching. You've been reading your new book. Yeah, I've been reading a new book. As part of my two-person book club, it's called A Day in December. The rule is that we made up. Whoever finishes the book first gets to pick the next one. So Jordan finished the last book first, and she picked this one. Um, it was, I think it, it's one of Reese Witherspoon's book club selections. So was the last one, actually. Um, it's cute. It's like a, it's a romance just a romance. It's just a romance. Is it cheesy? It's about it's, it's, uh, about, it's about best friends and a boy, and he comes yeah. between them. Yeah, it's about best friends, like best uh, college mates. They live in London. London. You sound like you're from London. You sound like you're from London. Uh, and yeah, it's about a boy. About a boy. That's it's a cute. Thing. I like it so far. I really like their friendship. But I'm not very far into it, and I just flip to the... I always do this thing where, like, I start mm, reading a book. Don't do it. No, no, no. I don't, I don't read the last page. I just see what the page number is, so I know how far I'm getting. Like, I need a solid oh, number yeah. I constantly as motivation. Oh, each chapter and all that stuff. Yeah. Constantly. So I did that, and then I realized the back of the book, there's um, is drinks and snack recommendations. And it's like, if you're a... And the main character's name is Lori. If you're a Lori, and it had a drink, a cocktail... Uh, recipe and a snack and then it's like if you're a what's the other character's name sarah sarah really i think yeah i think it is i just guessed completely so i don't think you're it is sarah yeah you're right that was weird um if you're a sarah then and it has a drink so jordan and i decided once we're halfway through the book we're gonna get together and make one of those cocktails and talk about the book that's cool no one talks to me about my books well because no one else reads your books and you're Constantly back and forth between like the same three books. So? You have a whole podcast where you talk about those books. Nah, no. I did Civil War stuff, yeah, but not the Wyatt Earp one. No podcast on the Wyatt Earp one. Luke didn't even know who Wyatt Earp was. Because Wyatt Earp isn't someone you really study in school Yeah, I guess not. It's more history. like folklore. He didn't even know about the shootout at the OK Corral. That's pretty. Arizona. That's fa- only famous because it was in an old western. Like well, people, it's people it happened. Well, because it happened. Shootout. Yeah, but no one, like especially no one from our generation, would know what know that reference unless they'd heard about the film version of it, Hollywood version of it. I'll be a Huckleberry. Who played? Who played? What movie was that in? A lot of movies. There's a movie called Tombstone with Kurt Russell. He played Wyatt Earp. There's a movie called Wyatt Earp. Kevin Costner played Wyatt Earp. I want to watch those. I like old westerns. Like, well, those aren't old, but I like westerns. Me too. We don't watch that. We've never really watched a western together. But you Yeah, like we westerns. have. We've watched modern westerns together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that Tombstone one, Doc Holliday, is played by... Um, um, who's he played by? You'd know the name. Viggo Mortensen? Viggo Mortensen? No. No. But he's got a really good line where he says, I'm your Huckleberry. And he's basically saying, I'm the man you want, like for a gunfight. 
Did you get it? It's mm. like a, it's like his own way of saying. Oh man, the the YouTube is ten minutes long, but it's I just want one line. Wait, but who's the actor that says it? We're gonna play the scene right now. I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. Boom! It came right away. Oh, it's what's his name? Um, it's uh, um, he's from he's Val from, Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yeah. yeah. How good's that line though? Let's play it again. Yeah, let me get the. I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> That's kind of weirdly placed. It was a weird response. Well, he, said, he says that earlier in the movie too. It's like his line. I don't know what it means. I don't really understand. Well, it means it. like I'm your man. Like, yeah, I'm I'm I came to kill you. Yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. But I don't know how the Huckleberry means that. But it's a really good line and good delivery of it. I don't know if it, I mean, yeah, the delivery was great, but it just seems like it was two scenes that they put You only ended saw up one adding, or two lines that they ended up that were from separate scenes that they put together. Like it just doesn't make sense as a response to that. Well, he's saying He's saying, I didn't think you had it in you, like, to track me down and come kill me. Like, I didn't think you had that in you. And he You're goes, like, oh, I'm your huckleberry. huckleberry. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, the one that, I'm the one that's going to get you. Okay, anyways. One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> I didn't think you had it in you. I didn't think you had it in you. I'm, I'm your huckleberry. huckleberry. <laughs> it's awesome. I like how they filmed that. Like, I like how he came out of the shadows and lifted while, his while head. While blowing smoke. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Maybe we'll watch that movie together once. Yeah, I, I would Tombstone. like to. Tombstone. All right. We have a song to end the show. Caitlin has chosen. She played me the first couple words, and I agreed that I did like the first couple words. It's Strawberry Blonde by Sam Birchfield. Never heard of him. Would that be Birchfield or Burkefield? I would say Birchfield, but yeah. it could be Burkefield. I've been wrong many a times before. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words? Try your hardest. Do your best. Thank you for listening. We'll be back regularly, we hope. Um... If you see anything interesting, send it our way. Should we talk about it? Get it out. Oh. Get it out. Try your hardest. Do your best. Keep up to date with your Tdap what's, vaccinations. What's Tdap? Uh, tetanus, diphtheria, something and something. Keep up to date with your Tdap. But our strategy, to be honest, is try your hardest. Do your best. 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 Wake up, sweet strawberry blonde We gotta catch a train So put your telly towel stick away Get your coffee to go this morning Pack your bags on the way There is a pretty spot I know in the country Do you wanna go with me? Do you wanna go with me? Do you wanna go with me? Whoa. Throw out your bobby pins and your reservation. 
Do you want to go with me? 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 Do you want to go with me?